So this is why I believe Altered Carbon was canceled part two. Hopefully shorter than the previous, but maybe just cleaning up certain things. So there's another character in um, in the show, Trep, played by Simone Missick. She's a female bounty hunter, so she has these three coils that can lock onto signals to tap into where people are. So she's able to actually tap in to the orbital signal. She can, you know, get a download or she could get a hit. But when they came to her with it, she was like, man, that's like trying to get a drop. And she said she's just a drop in the ocean compared to what the orbitals can do. She's no match for it. So I think. And if I'm trying to remember, I think it was three like coils which represents our third eye your third you know just being open your third eye being open when she did get a ping it kind of did like drain her it kind of like hurt her head or something like that but i believe what it is showing us is that if we can tap into this energy on a collective basis, like we should all be ready for this download. Everybody is more uh, gung-ho if you tell them about a vaccine, about a virus. Okay, yeah, people are dying. It's pre-existing conditions. Um, the death rate is very low compared to other things like abortion in this country. These are my beliefs. And I hold strongly to them. So, in my opinion, this is something that's been blown out of proportion. If I tell somebody something like this, like killing lives, you, you hear what I'm saying about this show, how I feel about altered carbon and how I believe we are sleeves, our bodies are sleeves and our stacks represent our souls being recycled into a different body every time. I believe that's what we are. I believe the meteor shower, the Leonid showers that happens every November, nine months prior to the Leo season, is what got me here. As above, so, so below. Just how I'm talking about these with real life abortion topics, right? I believe that these babies become living beings once they are I mean they're already living beings but these babies there are con they are conscious and the fact that I'm saying like that hey I wish we had more of a stricter thing on abortions which is shown to be as deadly and as dangerous as any virus that we're calling a pandemic. I'm freely expressing my freedom of speech on that topic. 
because that's what I believe. I have two daughters, two beautiful daughters. You know, I couldn't imagine not having them in my life. So when I'm saying like, okay, somebody that has made a bad decision, a dumb decision, they're able to execute a child. But I have to. I can't tell them not to kill the child over a bad decision. But I have to accept the fact that I have to mask myself. I have to quarantine myself. I have to stay in my house. I have to be on curfew. Because you're telling me that it's going to save people. Are we more important than the lives that are growing inside of a womb? How far have you come to forget your very beginning, your inception? My thoughts and my opinions are bigger than me. You can say what you want about woman's choice as I'm saying if it doesn't have to do with anything killing you, with anything that's going to result in the baby dying or the mother dying, and if it wasn't at the act of rape and incest or something or just something that just went horribly bad, if it wasn't at the hands of something where the person wasn't really a victim and it was just a bad decision and somebody just wanted to have a oops, let me kill it type of thing, I'm not with that. And that happens more times than not. Okay? And all I'm saying is, I would rather those babies had an opportunity to live. And I'm, I equate those type of things with each other. Like, I equate those lives being born in those wombs with the lives of everybody else who they say I could affect by not wearing a mask. And I don't have anything. To give them because I don't vibrate at the frequency to carry anything like that and you got to hear what I'm saying when I say that I vibrate higher than the frequency that that stuff is on and that's with these downloads the Jupiter and Saturn coming together, that's what it's bringing to you. It's bringing this clarity, this revelation of who you are. And it should, for those who are willing to, it should awaken you to see the puppets, the strings, the puppet masters, and everything in between. So
I had to go on that tangent because I really believe in life. And to be able to be in this conjunction, to be able to be born when a new age is introduced, it's a beautiful and it's a wonderful thing that nobody should have been cheated out of. Like I say, when you believe like I believe, I believe we're all connected. So that death and even in the womb is a ripple effect. It's going to affect me. It's going to kill a piece of me as well. It's going to take away from me. Sorry, y'all, but sometimes you got to be a champion for something, you know. You got to be a champion for something. So. The coils that the lady had, though, in her ears, that was pretty good, I think, for the third eye. I got. I had to get comfortable and back to calm. You know, calm. The coils that Trep had was again significant to signifying third eye energy, as we were able to manifest these downloads. And even as I think she experienced a bit of pain when she was getting the download on the final episode, I think that kind of lets us know, man, like, it could be a lot going on around us. And things could be painful as we transition into new seasons. Things could really get painful, but we, we're going to get so much clarity. I think at the end of the episode, one of the good things I realized is that I talked a bit about it in the first part of this um, Operation Fishbowl. Like, the dome of the world, after everything was done, after... Um, Takeshi Anthony Mackey's character kind of sacrificed himself. The world kind of, you know, corrected itself, and the dome was, or the illusion was removed, and they could, you know, finally open up the sky and go freely or whatever. But it just shows you that this show was really just really telling you and hitting on a lot of factors. And a lot of things, I don't know. I'm, I'm sad I kind of got, I think I came to this show at the right time. I'm just kind of thinking, I know I had to cut off my thought, but I'm just thinking I really can't, I really had to come to this episode at this time, at this purpose for a reason. And like to finish this episode, this final episode a few days ago, um, it's just very eye-opening for me. Like I really feel like fated to have watched this show 
You know, I feel like it was so easy to pick out the pieces. And it's not like anything I'm saying is an overstatement. Like, I'm not stretching anything. Like, even when I put my personal beliefs and compare it to what I believe and according to what this show is trying to convey with souls being stacks and sleeves being our bodies. Every time we're born again as we are gods, but we shall die like men over and over and over again. We will appear in many different ages, sometimes multiple times in an age. But if you think the way I think, you begin to see like, man, like it's, it's bigger than me. We are so connected. It's so connected. Let me think of this other stuff right here. I'm on one right now, y'all. So y'all can just bear with me. This is kind of a part two. I just wanted to clean up some stuff. Like, I think uh, on part one, I was just kind of getting tired. Honest. So y'all got to get used to me as I get into podcast shape. So, I talked about in the first part, uh, Nebuchadnezzar. How Daniel told him the correct interpretation of his dream. see is there anything else to hit on here on my notes guys I think I'm good though I think I pretty much cleared anything but y'all hit on this let me know what y'all think um yeah so this is pretty cool but you know there's a little bit of truth in everything I really believe that I don't think you can look at every source of material that's around us and treat it like it's the standard because everything has been perverted. But we should be led by a spirit and it should tell you things. Like you should be able to see, you should, you should be able to correlate the 12 disciples, the 12 sons of Jacob, the 12 zodiac signs with the 12 disciplines of the mind. Like, so for me, you know, a show like Altered Carbon, it it was canceled. Why do I believe it was canceled? It told too much truth. It really showed what really happens to us beyond here. And even we don't know the full recycling of it, right? Is somebody harvin harvesting us? Yeah, 
I think we go back to the great spirit, God. I think we recycle. I think we get that rejuvenation and we come back. Sometimes we come right back. Sometimes we got to go back in the fight. Like sometimes like this age, you know, think about it. Say if you had a life, right? It was taken from you. You die your age 23. You like, man, that life fucked me up. I'm going right back in there, all right? Give me a little bit of love. I'll stay for about a month. All right, I'm going right back out there. I got to get back to that age. Because when you, you can still experience stuff if you die. Even if you live a whole life of like 80. And you're like, man, that life. I had a nice full fucking life. But I ain't done yet. Shit, shit about to go down. I got to get back out there. Like, think of it on that level. That's how I think about altered carbon. Like, we really live like this. Like, we take our bodies, like, all right, so, you know, people identify themselves with their credit scores, right? Your credit score don't mean nothing. It's just a, it's just a score, a number that helps you get loans, but people really identify themselves with that. Well, people identify themselves with their body that they're in, and they think this is their only body they're ever going to have. Yes. It's a... It's a limiting belief to have. Will these dry bones live? So I wanted to talk to you guys about what's in the Bible. Now, you know how I said the way I believe there is we're born, our bodies, our sleeves. So we're conceived. All right. So altered carbon calls our soul stacks and our bodies sleeves. So our bodies are formed. Our father impregnates our mother. We come down like. Jesus, choose our Mary, just like Genesis, the sons of God, you choose wives of all of those who you chose. You don't necessarily choose a wife, you choose a mom, you choose a family, you choose a lineage to go into, to be born into, to protect you, to teach you things that's going to get you to get to your level. Like I say, when you get back and say, man, I got to get back into that fight. They about to go into the age of Aquarius. If, you, if your life was to end all of a sudden, you go renew. You forget all about yourself when you come back to your next life. But you send your, you pick in your knowledge. Like when you're in the womb, you go back to sleep. You are being reborn. And... You go back to yourself. 
like as you're excuse me you're as you yourself still in the uh, in comet form or meteor shower form when you hit the womb you forget things you get in that water you forget darkness and so you're a living being completely with consciousness right so people think that's about giants or all the wives they chose or you chose your mother oh great salutations Mary Jesus the character of Jesus this is the New Testament Old Testament saying the same things you choose the persons the families that you're born into you watch altered carbon they like they say the guy Jaeger he was spawned he was birthed only or resleeved when it was for times of war he represented Mars war the M upside down for war so when you think of everything Takashi the second one the, there was two Anthony Mackies he was originally a Asian guy so um, in season one his character was a Caucasian guy um, then in season two Anthony Mackie black man and but the original character was a Chinese man that's who he really was in the story um, played by Will Young Lee so they recasted his sleeve to come back to kill Anthony Mackie the original one so like they you it shows like the assigning of tasks the purpose to be resleeved not necessarily in the way like us choosing our parents to put us on our path like I explained, but it's a movie, it's action, right? You gotta put it together. So just like I said all of that just to finally get here. The dry bones live, the hand of the Lord came upon me and out in the spirit of of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold there were very many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry they were very dry and he said to me son of man can these bones live as I answered oh Lord God you know and again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. And I will put sinews on, your, on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Now look at the order of that. Listen to the order of that. I'm going to keep reading. Then you shall know I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, there was a noise suddenly rattling and the bones came together, 
bone to bone indeed and as I looked the sinews of flesh came upon them and skin covered them over but there was no breath in them isn't that like I said you concede first this is sounding like a construction even as of a child too right in the womb sinews your body All these pieces begin to come together to make bone. He said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord, come from the four winds, O breathe, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. And he says, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. So anyway, I just wanted to get there because I think it's kind of interesting that this is like reincarnation. Like this scripture always pinged and rang reincarnation. And in the same order, flesh bone you constructed again and configured again in your mother's womb and then breath has to come into your body which is your soul your stat that's the spirit Because when the breath stood in them and the spirit was in them, what happened? They stood upon their feet and they, they lived and stood upon their feet. It tells you right there, once that soul consciousness comes into the womb, and again, it's not saying this directly. You have to look at this interpretation. This is a great metaphor inside of a metaphor. This is literally a, a, a story inside of a womb. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to put it as, or, as I want to, but it's like, it's, short, it's saying what I wanted to say. It's like a womb and within it is hidden something greater than what's really said just to, even in these words here, you know? You look at this and you just say, man, these are dry bones. Will they live? But they should live. Because if they were once dry, they must once were alive, right? Yeah. Yep. So as we get this download after we conceive mother to father, father to mother, 
seed into the womb. Once we're downloaded into this consciousness, we follow this path. And in our choosing of our person, I think we we choose things and we put little hints along our path like breadcrumbs to kind of lead us back to ourselves. Because it's all about remembering that you're God, right? I say, listen, I, this stuff is no joke. I know sometimes I go on tangents and y'all be like, man, where the hell is he going? But it's really like no joke. When you really put all of this together, it really fits. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. God stands in the congregation and judges amongst the gods. That means there's a point where we have been in the very presence of God. All of us. I'm not saying I'm bigger than you or you bigger than me. There's a point where every single one of us has been in the presence of God. And he asks, how long will you judge unjustly? This time in your life and accept persons of the wicked. Think of it. Now he's telling you, defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and the uh, do justice to the afflicted and the needy. He's giving you your assignment. Man, y'all think this is a game, right? Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. That's your assignment. This is altar carbon. You are given an assignment. When Takeshi is first, you know, the white guy that played Takeshi, he was uh, in... Um, his character, his name, he played in, I think, uh, oh, Joel Kinnaman. So I think he also played in, um, most of you guys might know him. And I'm kind of on the tip of my tongue, but yeah, Suicide Squad, yeah, I believe. So. There's a point when he's first comes up on the first part of the second season, first episode. He says, like, he's been judged. Like, they're telling him there's these big wigs. They're telling him, yeah, it was two of y'all. One of y'all got to decide who's going to die. Okay. And so one of the sleeves got to die. And then he makes this promise to get this other sleeve. But... His sleeve gets destroyed. So one of one of their memories has to die. Right? He was double sleeve. And it's like he's judged. It's like somebody was judging him. These people were judging him before he could go off onto his next assignment, right? Like it knew everything he encountered on the at, at this last life. It brought him up to speed and then it gave him an assignment. 
that's kind of what I want to say. Then he went and got with this other meth, uh, this guy that was a meth who needed his help, who wanted to use him as a bodyguard. He was given an assignment. They called it uh, in virtual, right? When he goes into virtual world and they talk to him, they talk to the memories, they get inside your memories. So on a God level, you know, you're getting your assignment. Let me go back here. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. He judgeth among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly? Look, you did some wrong stuff here and accept the persons of the wicked. He's telling them, how long will you deal with these people? Won't you call them out? Won't you destroy them? He's, this is God. He's asking the question. How long will you accept this? You should, if you accept, what do you do? What's the opposite? You should reject them. How long will you judge unjustly? You know this world thinks everything that's good is bad and bad is good. We already know where we're living at. Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and the needy. Deliver the poor and the needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All of the foundations of the world, of the earth, are out of course, right? Let's not say we know where we are. Whatever is good is considered bad, and whatever is bad is considered good. We know what, what's going on. He's telling you, deliver the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and the needy. Don't go towards the people that are like of something, that think they're something. And he's telling you your assignment, do Take care of the poor and the needy. So in all of these shows, of course, the protagonist in all these shows is doing everything for the good of everyone, for the good of mankind. For all those little souls, the little boys, the little girls, uh, Takeshi, the, uh, Anthony Mackie's character, he actually uh, sacrificed himself at the end of season two but I, uh, his AI saved his uh, saved his hard drive or his stack because he did wind up dying. But yeah, major spoiler alerts. I need to put that. Jeez. But it's been out for a long time. Like I said, I'm late to this party of Alters uh, Carbon. So I'm just surprised nobody else caught on to it. It's just... So crazy, but okay. So the they know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. Even when you try to deliver the poor and the needy and rid them out of the hand of the wicked, they know not, neither will they understand. It's telling you, when we, some of us that are awakened and we can see through all the BS, when we just see people that can just laugh and giggle their way on to the next topic and not even consider what you're saying, and they all into a bag, It's because all the foundations of the earth are out of course. People don't know what they should be chasing. And then he says, I have said ye are gods. 
All of you are children of the Most High, this God that standeth in the congregation of the mighty, this God that judgeth among the gods. Ye are all gods. All of you are children of the Most High, this God, that you have the opportunity to stand in his presence. But he's telling you, you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Now listen to his declaration because people think this he's telling you to rise, oh God, and you judge the earth for thou shall inherit the nations. He's talking to you. He's not, this isn't God. This isn't a cry to God to come and judge the earth for thou he shall inherit the nations. God external to you. This is the God internal to you. This is God that standeth in the congregation of the, of the mighty. He's talking. This is all him talking to you. How long will you judge unjustly and set wicked persons? Think about that. Defend the poor. Defend the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not. They won't understand. They walk in darkness. All the foundations are out of course. I said you are gods. All of you are my children. But you're going to die like men and fall like one of the princes. As you come into this earth in these sleeves, you're going to die like men. These men that try to take over my world. And ye are gods. But you shall die like men. In this world that I created, that these people have tried to take over. These men, you should die like them and fall like one of them because you, how long will you continue? How long will you judge unjustly? That's a question and accept persons of the wicked. Now, this is your answer. This is what he's telling you because he already told you, ye are my children. You going to keep having to do this over and over again. How long will you judge unjustly and accept, and accept the persons of the wicked? Arise, O God, judge the earth. He's telling you to arise the God in you and judge the earth, for you shall inherit all the nations. As you come into this lifetime, the lifetime you're in, you inherit these nations. These nations are on your watch, God. That's you. Man, woman, who are awakened and who knows what I'm saying. How long will you judge unjustly? Arise, O God, and judge the earth. That is a commandment. That is an assignment. Why do I believe altar carbon was canceled? Because it told you who you really were. It told you how things really operated. And it was a great visual for certain people who was able to pick up what they were putting down. And they said, look, y'all told too much. Y'all done Cat Williams this thing. Y'all done Monique this thing. 
I'm just being honest. All right, y'all. 40 minutes. Thank y'all for dealing with me. Be awesome. What's up, my good people? Thank you for joining me once again. To the PUTV Pump Up the Volume podcast. Thank you again, and I just want to say, I hope you're having an awesome day. So, I want to jump right in. It is December 18th, 2020, and I've just watched The Mandalorian 2 season finale. Star Wars fan here. So, this is very telling. Now, something that I like doing is just breaking down how I believe we're being shown the next stages and phases of ages in life of what we're going through of how the illumined ones when they go to their their, their Bilderberg meetings and their you know masked parties events the things that we're not supposed to know about right when all these things occur I believe People are told secrets. I believe uh, certain directors, producers are instructed to, and writers, actors, everybody's all into developing storylines to subliminally bring people into awareness of the next age. I think it really, there really is some similarity. Like every show that has come out and that has gained traction has some kind of relevance to where we are in this age. And man, thinking about the Mandalorian season two, I'm just talking about the last 10 minutes of it, right? We see the return of a Jedi, right? And during this return, we see Grogu begins to get mentored by this Jedi who we know carries the green saber who is that Luke Luke has the green saber lightsaber so now he takes on Grogu aka baby Yoda and he becomes his mentor so that Grogu can grow up and start fighting people and defend it uh, and defend itself. One thing he told the Mandalorian is that he will never be safe unless he knows how to develop and use his powers. And so this is a situation where Luke was mentored by Yoda, AKA Yoda, old Yoda, Papa Yoda. We still don't know Grogu and Yoda's connection, but we know that Yoda mentored Luke, and now in this age, Luke will mentor Grogu. Now, here's the thing. Here's something that's very interesting about, I would say that, you know. Let me get to it here. So, the 21st 
not only is it the winter solstice, not only is it the last day of Sagittarius before um, Sagittarius enters Capricorn season, but it's the age of Aquarius. It marks the two-month portal for the age of Aquarius to complete or have its opening. And during December 21st, the conjunction, the two planets, Jupiter and Saturn, will appear to trade positions as Jupiter overtakes Saturn. So for me, this is how, where you heard the Bible verses, the children will no longer be, teeth will be set on edge for the sins of the fathers. This really brings into age and to light that the children are really going to start teaching the parents with the Luke now teaching Grogu who is a being like Yoda, it shows that, you know, correlation there. And you can say, man, that's very small. That's very minute. But we've been, when you watch The Mandalorian from season one to season two, you've been waiting to see what was going to become of baby Yoda. Because all of The Mandalorian is about him taking baby Yoda to meet a Jedi to be able to develop and grow and be safe. And that's what he did. The season finale of The Mandalorian uh, season two, that's what happened. The great conjunction, the finally the meeting of Jupiter, who was Luke, to Grogu, who was Saturn. Saturn being represented by Grogu, also been represented by Yoda, the old father, the old mentor, now Luke assuming that Jupiter role, that powerful role, that leadership role, teaching now the father, almost in a sense, you know? So that's what I have for it. Very little, very minute, but it is showing and very telling of this great conjunction. We finally have the, the Jedi uniting with this all little cute, adorable Jedi that we've all been waiting to see what's going to happen to him. And we see Luke comes to his rescue, uh, to the rescue of the whole Mandalorian and his squad. And he starts to, he, he takes the baby Yoda and goes on to train him. So I think it's a very awesome show. I think it was very well put together, but I think we can't miss that similarity. I think we can't miss that teaching. And for people, or for my people that are in the know, if you know what you know and you know that you know, this is for you to start saying it with confidence that, hey, this is what I believe and this is why. And we are going to get into an age and a place where we start teaching our parents, literally, how to live, how to do things right, because we've seen things through religious processes and failed uh, systems of government of how not to do things. And I think one thing about me and other people like me, I'm an 80s baby, so one thing about me I think I've seen, or as being an 80s baby, 83 to be exact, I embody adaptability. Adaptability is who we are as 80s babies, from rotary phones to the latest technology of today. We have had to adapt to all of it. We have had to adopt certain old school mindsets. And even with the new school millennial mindset, we've had to still 
satisfy the old while still conforming and being a part of the new. So that's what I really see us as, as the people who are chosen during this time to lead, to direct change, to be a light bearer. I see a lot of us now teaching even those who are older than us because I, I really sense, sense there's going to be a longing um, for truth. There's going to be a longing and a starving and a thirst for truth. And it won't be found in the typical religion anymore. It's going to be found through people that are really open and really honest about what they know and what they don't know. And But the beauty of it all will be everybody figuring things out together. Nobody's going to be higher than the other. Like nobody, sh we should not be having like still celebrity crushes and still want to celebrity things like and a lot of things I kind of agree I know they say Kyrie is a little weird Kyrie Irving but I, I really agree with this approach like he didn't want the NBA season to start back up the sports to start back up because it was just a distraction right a lot of things are distractions a lot of celebrities things music they're just distractions to keep you off of who you are until awakening to who you are as this divine God being because I say ye are gods people get so offended when i tell them ye are gods god is within you god is within me and we are all connect connected to this great source and people will find so much offense with me saying that but that's actually like the biggest compliment you could really give somebody and not to be flaky with it like man you are god i see the god in you you are you are god's manifestation in your body and if you respect i respect that about you can you respect that about me? And yes, we have these differences. Let's find out what we don't know together. Let's find out, let's see how your differences, how we can put them with mine and, you know, we can put our differences together, not aside, but put them together and find out where we're going wrong and actually what we're really right about together. And let's go from there. And, you know, that's easier said than done type of energy. That's easier said than done. You know, it's easy to say, oh man, well, you know, let's have this kumbaya moment. No, it's, it's gonna be anything but a kumbaya moment because that transition of power, it's gonna take a fight. Just like that big fight scene before Luke saved baby Yoda and the team, it's gonna take a lot of like Jedi power and things to be able to start having open and honest dialogue with people who have been considered right all their lives, right? To start teaching your fathers, to start teaching your mothers, you know, because all of a sudden people are gonna say, I don't have this figured out. And these are gonna be people that are 50, 60, 70 year old, years old coming to 20 year olds, 30 year olds, because they see something in us. And the thing is, is that we just given up the deception uh, that we were begging them not to feed, spoon feed us, uh, forced down our throats when we were younger. We've just given it up and something that they've been ingrained to, they were afraid to rip the psychology or the, the chains from their, the mental chains from their minds to, to be able to develop free thinking and free thought. We really see limited people, um, limited in their beliefs, limited in their abilities. Man, we're powerful, we're great, we're awesome people. Everybody, 
And I'm not hating on any man or any woman for their religion or beliefs, but if you're hindered, and if every year you're on this cycle of rinse, wash, and repeat with where you are in your walk, in your spiritual walk, and if you've been led by a man, you're, you're in bondage. Even if you go to any religious text, it tells you that, you know, again, not only will the children's teeth not be, the children's teeth be not set on edge for the sins of the father, and the children will no longer be accountable for the sins of, of the father, but every religious text shows that, you know, there's going to come a point of time to where, uh, you know, the children are going to kind of come to light, come to an awakening. And we're no longer going to be liable for the sins of our forefathers. We're no longer going to be hoodwinked, deceived, bamboozled. I say ye are gods. So I'm just excited. Again, Mandalorian season two, season finale, great. Because it shows exactly what the the great conjunction will do. It will come with fighting. It will come with a lot of bitterness, jealousy, green saber, the green Yoda, your parents, the elders, they won't like that you have the wisdom that you do, but they won't be able to help it. They won't be able to deny your power. Like when we all saw Luke, like handle all the uh, black drones, the stormtroopers, those things were powerful. They was kicking their ass, you know, they couldn't handle them. I think the one that got loose was like whipping down the Mandalorian, but Luke handled all of the whole platoon of the black drones with ease, right? And it's going to be like situations to where people will not be able to deny your strength. And that's where you're going to find, that's where you're going to recognize like, man, even though I felt weak and I've been doing all this internal work and it's manifesting and it's going to manifest in such a way to where people are going to see your power and they can't deny you. They can't deny giving you any credit. They can't deny giving you um, the accolades, the awards, the recognition, because you're deserving of it. And a lot of people are light bearers and are the black sheep of your family to be light bearers, to, sh- to break the strongholds on your family. So be brave, be courageous. Just my thoughts again. Check out The Mandalorian, a shameless plug for me. They don't get, I don't get any money from, from it, but I think all of these shows, again, show some kind of similarity to where we are today. The last episode of The Mandalorian, December 18th, and I'm talking about this great conjunction happening December 21st, right? So I think things happen for a reason. Things are right in our face for a reason, but we have to really look for the deeper hidden meaning. The symbology is great. The symbology is there. It's all for the taking if we would just open our eye. All right, take care. Be awesome.